welcome, welcome, welcome to this edition to House on Cork podcast number 412. And with me today is my very special musical fucking artist and a fucking one hell of a goddamn drummer I know, Mr. Dale Harrison. Dale, thanks for coming and joining me. Hello, everybody. Thanks, Dave, for having me. <laughs> I fucking love it, buddy. I love Very it. Happy to be here. You better be, man. Yeah, yeah. I am. It's been a long time, long time coming, man. I mean, you know, I've been looking forward to chatting up with you and just catching up with you and just, you know, uh, all about you and your music, you know. So, um, but uh, listen, thanks for for stopping in. For stopping in, we're fucking virtual. Soon, maybe. <laughs> Soon you can be here. here, So (laughs) and uh, every year, every every guest, you know, we get an opportunity to stream live, and and uh, and we're actually live virtually in California, as you can see behind me. So we're at your place, your summer home. So lucky, yes, my summer place, your summer place in California, buddy. Fucking love it. Make sure the bathrooms are clean when I get back down there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, don't worry about that. I'm gonna fucking piss all the toilet seat. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> that's what i did before you got down <laughs> exactly dude how long has it fucking been since we've seen each other oh I, it's gotta be 15 16 years maybe no it's gotta be longer maybe. longer than that dude yeah we like we talk more on social media but i mean i think yeah. physically wise physically wise like i've been you know i've been trying to get out there to see you on your you know in, when you played and it's like oh, man it's Fucking everything's been just so busy, but it's been, I think it's been at least 16, 17 years that we've, uh, well, holy shit. So Dave yeah. and I, uh, we're due for, we're due for this. Yes. COVID, but, uh, oh, yeah. we're definitely due for a six foot social. <laughs> <Big way. laughs> we will definitely, yes, we have to be, we have to be soon, soon, soon. Uh, I want to welcome Arcadia. She's, uh, she's watching us and happy Monday and, uh, happy Monday. All you right. thank thank you for showing up online here and um and listen Dale um you know we we have a mutual friend that we've known each other for a long time Derek Trefry which which I, which I call him Derek Stirfry yes <laughs> and uh, he's, and he's an East Coaster and we banter That's back and forth. A good cook oh yeah we banter back and forth we fucking cut each other up we make fun of each other and and we but you know what we love each other he's the guy's awesome true friend yeah. uh. You know, and you've known him. You know him a long time. Um, well, that's an interesting story. How did him and I met too? Fuck, tell us, man. How did you guys meet? Okay, uh, well, Derek and I met at I think it was Cayuga, or maybe it was just before that. But uh, he was at a Headstone show. Uh, ah. We were playing a festival there with Big Sugar and a pile of other bands, and uh, and then uh, I guess a mutual friend dragged us out, which I think it was probably Toad or something. You know, Toad as well. I know Toad. Yep. Yeah, Kevin, and it's like, uh, and then uh, we ended up by staying out after we finished playing in the afternoon. We ended up by staying out into in the park, and it started the sun went down, it started getting pretty cold, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck, I need a coat." And he, him and his wife had these matching coats that were like Harley coats, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that coat." He's like, "We can't have the coat," and I, and I was like, "I want the coat." <laughs> and he said, "Well, get me backstage and let my wife uh, meet the band, and I'll give you the coat." And I was like, you're fucking gone. So I, I, I got him backstage. His wife went on the bus, and I got the coat. And then I think she left with us for about two weeks. Just a sec. Yeah. Oh, no, Siri's going up. Just a sec. Yeah, shut up. Fucking shut Siri up. up. Oh, I what? didn't get that. Could you try again? Yeah. 
Stop listening to me. Tracking <laughs> you. See, it's tracking you. This is modern technology. You talk about something and then Siri fucking interjects. With them, you know? uh, so anyway, yeah. So I ended by getting the coach. His right. wife wasn't on tour with us for a while. But she, <laughs> she had a couple of beers on the bus. And uh, the there guys wouldn't let Derek on the bus either. They wouldn't, eh? No. So I, I, I went off and hung out with Derek while she was on the bus. I just Gotcha. Hands are clean. Well, listen, he's, he's now in the East Great Coast. Guy. And he's in East Coast having a great. He's having a great time. I guess I don't know how many how many businesses he's got going out there, but I know he's a, yeah, right. He's like a fucking horse whisperer. He's got a horse ranch out there, right? I, I, I do horses. I do raps. <laughs> Any teachers, <laughs> you know? But, and I have a stir fry restaurant pop up. <laughs> Holy fuck! The guy can't do enough things. Plus, I race motorcycles and cars on the side. Oh yeah, and cars oh, and everything. Yeah. Right. So you know, and he's been he's been a he's good a fireman now too. He, I mean, geez, I know. how many things can Derek do? Uh, you know what, Derek? If you're online, Derek, if you're watching this or hearing yeah. this, man, come on board and, and just fucking show your face, man. Tell us well, how it's many times. What, what time is it in New Brunswick or Nova Halifax? Scotia? I think it's um, East Coast. I think it's two hours behind us. Or I is believe. it an hour and a half? Hmm, good question. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Let's see. Well, you know what? Maybe he might chime in and who knows? Who, who, yeah, who knows? maybe he's in bed because he's got to get up before he went to bed so he can do his next business. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The East Coast, I would. It's on my bucket list to go out there. I gotta go to the East Coast. So. I think I'm gonna get out there this summer. Man, if you do, if you were out there, like that's, I plan on being out there this this uh, this year. So um, I'm hoping to get out there. And and I was gonna go out there and see Derek and, and bring the family out there and just party up and eat tons of lobster and drink lots of booze and stuff, right? So well, that's what you're supposed to do. I think what we should do is because we haven't hung out so long. We should get an right. RV and then just uh, and put our families that don't I, even know each other together. And <laughs> you do a long vacation. I like it. Do one big house. Don't wear masks in the, in the RV. <laughs> we'll oh, get COVID testers. Uh, okay, and I can drag my motorcycle behind me too. There you go, man. Hey, listen, let's talk about you, man. I mean, how, how's the family? Tell me how your family's you doing. You know what? The family is good. Okay. Uh, I got. I got to admit that. Uh, it was, uh, you know, we had the same kind of, uh, I think, attitude as most people. Uh, oh. And this whole shit started happening. The shit storm of, uh, oh, we're in a pandemic. Oh, my God, we got to do this. Right. Uh, but we were pretty happy about that. And I'm really glad that my lady, Maureen, uh, she's she's an amazing cook. But it's hard to keep the weight off because she's so good. Dude, you're and fucking. I like drinking beers, but now I'm on the low cal beers because I like to eat her food. You know, <laughs> um, so uh, but so that's been really good. My son's been living with us the whole time, and uh, and he's uh, he's now 22 and working off and on during what he can do and school and everything else. So uh, you know, and I'm I'm trying to find my way with what we can do and this uh, musicians can do until we all get back to normal again. You know. No kidding. A bit, a bit of time that, that that's going to happen. So, so I honestly cannot complain. Uh, you know, we're healthy. And nobody's got the vid, and uh, that's the that's the, the most that's the that's the most important part right now is everyone is healthy. Um, you know, and being aware, like you know, with COVID, which has uh, has gone for the shit, and the music industry has just died. Uh, music entertainment, live music, which I love, has completely fallen off the face of this political, corrupted, 
beautiful country of ours, you know, it's ridiculous. And and, and again, I don't, I, I like to express my views only in very little bits of it because, you know, I don't want to. <laughs> Otherwise know, it just sounds like a rant. It just sounds like a rant. And, yeah. and you know, every, every week I will talk about just a few seconds of what I think and what I, you know, because listen, our, our business is affected by COVID, just like everyone else's business is affected. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and it's tough. I mean, you know, before all this, you know, you've been playing mostly, uh, I can't even speak, before. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got my, uh, I've got my bourbon going. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, you know, before the COVID, you know, you've been playing almost every weekend, right? In a band. Uh, weekends, yeah, doing tours weekends. and then coming back doing stuff. I've been really right. blessed being able to do that, honestly. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're right. Like it, it just, uh, it, it just really took the legs out of all the entertainment facilities. Right. I mean, uh, right up to the freaking day before I was rehearsing for, like, I was telling you that uh, playing with classic albums, we were um, doing the Let It Bleed record. And we had uh, five shows lined up, and it's like I've never done the full percussion stuff. Like, you know, please right. let me do. And I was like, I'm so excited because I'm not even playing drums. I'm playing the percussion shit. Here's the fucking tambourine for uh, Monkey Man. You know what I mean? Like, just you know, it was really. I'm like, fuck, I got to do this shit, and it, and it would be fun. And I practiced it. I even got some uh, brush up lessons from my buddy Jack next door on how to do the conga parts properly. And then it went, fuck, see ya. Like it, literally like the day before. Shut the door. It just shut, shut the door. Shut the door. Did uh, one streaming gig in August, you know, and you get a COVID test, and then you drive to Belleville, and you set up with everybody because you just got your test, you're negative, you're segregated, and then right. you're able to set up and then do the show and uh, run the show and then do the show and right. then get the fuck out of there. And, uh, you know, and then one in December, I did the uh, I did the rumor show in, December, in August, and... Uh, with classic albums, and then I did the uh, White Album in, in August in December. Right on. So your your yeah. genre, the genre mainly is like more, um, more classic rock. Okay, so right, yeah, Which no, I'm, absolutely. With classic albums live, I mean that's really what it is. Right, uh, right. but it's a rock orchestra. I okay. mean, and, and the amount of people are are directly pertaining to how many people it needs to to perform that with all the overdubs and everything else properly right. in sequence and organically. So that was the cool transition uh, from me leaving Headstones and doing all this other stuff, kind of going, now what the fuck am I going to do? Uh, I was like, yeah, I'll just take some time to, to, to figure it out, you know? And, uh, and then uh, Craig offered me uh, a rumor show with doing a, a drum solo with a 21-piece orchestra or a, a marching band, you know what I mean, for at Massey Hall. And I was like, okay, that sounds fun. <laughs> like, let's do it. And was it get some ass, you know? And was it fun? It was a fucking blast. You know what? I hadn't, uh, it was a bucket list uh, venue and it was before they, they renovated it. So, That's I mean, I, I had the pleasure to do uh, the Ontario Place in the Round with the Headstones, with the right. Tea Party for an evening's Tea Party and stuff. I think Junk House was there, David Gogo and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you're spinning around, you do a revolution and then you're done. I mean, that was always a venue that was like, uh, I mean, I grew up in Ottawa, so it was like I, when I moved to Toronto, I was like, fuck, I want to go. I, I want to play there, play right. there, to play there. I had Roy Thompson Hall on my on my list. I was playing uh, the Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust there. Right. And right. I had done a, a tour through the States with that with that run. And I was like, okay, man, this is going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> it's gone. 
<laughs> well, like I say, Sarah's just like, okay, uh, you know, uh, 2020, cancel. 2021 <laughs> so far, cancel. Okay, so 2022, let's start picking it up a little bit. But, you know, we have hopes that the, the herd vaccination is going to happen and we can get going in the fall. But, you know, we don't know. And I'm not going to fucking count on anything, but I'm going to stay optimistic, you know, and that's all you can do. That's all we can do, man. That's all we can do. You know, I, and, and I still wanted to, and we always talked about, you know, you're playing over here, playing in Oakville. You played, you know, in all these little, these venues. And I thought, fuck, you know, you're like, Dave, fucking come out and watch. Just come out and, you know, and it's just like I wanted to. Then COVID hit and it was, it, it just, man, it, it just tumbled from everything from, you know, from the, your music industry to my music industry to, uh, mm-hmm. it, to, to everything is just ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, well, you, you know, about orchestras too. So, how many people are freaking employed in an orchestra? Right. So, if you have oh. like a twenty-one, if you got a twenty-one band orchestra, there, there's there's people behind the scenes that that make it work too. Oh my god, it's just a it's a huge ensemble plus of of all the people that are making it happen. So, there's like fucking sixty people out of work every single night that this thing's happening. You know what right. I mean? Uh, Thankfully, I guess that the music, uh, the uh, movie industry is sort of picking up a bit more too. And okay. uh, luckily from a friend like my son's got into that now too. So he's been working uh, on, on the, the sets and stuff like that too. So, oh, you know, which is great. So there is a, we need that because fucking who doesn't have Netflix now and Prime and everything else because that's the only entertainment that we have. Right. So, I know. I know. And it's so, costing money and it's costing <laughs> money, right? And then everybody's jumping on the ship to do these uh, COVID concerts and stuff. And there's like, it's like fucking Partridge family going on. And it's like, it's great. Yeah. That people are doing it, but it's just a boring box to look at of, of some shit to me. So right. uh, it's like, uh, I was going to get on that, that wagon too with uh, segueing into the six foot social again there, Dave. It's social. The project that I started during COVID. That's it. We'll talk about that. Not a problem. Yes, we'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, I, I kind of opted not to do that. But uh, because I was just like, everybody's doing it. Right. Right. So, um, but I don't know, man. Like, this is going to have to turn around somehow, you know. And I feel <laughs> really badly for all the small business, industries and businesses oh. right now, too. I mean, we try to order and do all our stuff from the local restaurants. I, I, right. I shop locally. I don't right. go to fucking Costco and I don't go to Walmart. You know, right. those two conglomerates will never fucking dissipate. And I don't want to fucking hang around with all those fucking crazy people that blow their nose in their hands. So, right. right. It's <laughs> exactly. Sorry. It's, you're right. I'm no, sorry. No. You know, yeah. it's, it, it's, it doesn't, it, it's not about the, um, uh, it, like when we grew up, it's like we never hung around or stood beside people who were fucking sh- blowing their nose in their hand or their or, or yeah. their shirt like that. We never did that. So like, but you go to a big place like that, there's a thousand people in line waiting to fucking well, check so out. Yeah, you can do that, yet you can't go and assemble for twenty people in a, in a park or even have fifty right. people outside. Right, you're gonna stand ten feet apart and wear a freaking mask. It's like. So there's got to be uh, the, the boundaries. I thought would be getting a little bit more sure. straightened out by now, uh, right. but uh, it doesn't right. seem like they're 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 wanting to do that. There, no, no, it's not. I mean, it's yeah. like you know the, the and it's there is no data, you know. And I'm taking this from from another another individual that there is no data proven that you can get COVID by being outside. Okay, you can't. It's that's what they're saying, but I'm not saying I'm 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 not a doctor. I'm just I'm just hearing this stuff. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. 
a hundred percent, but I do have my beliefs. <laughs> That's <laughs> honest. I like that. hundred percent. I'm fucking honest about it. I mean, I'm not. I don't. Well, you know, we all have our theories, and you know what? Again, the six foot socials. If you have somebody out, I have a I have chimney in my backyard, and that's how that whole started thing started. It was like a, everybody fucking brought a hockey stick, man, and it was like just right. sitting a hockey stick. But we start talking about why this is thing is happening, and right? It's affecting us, right? Yeah, and, for sure, uh, man. We're only sure. entitled to have an opinion, and that's the whole thing. Everybody else can fuck off if they don't have to. They don't have to listen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and tell me something. We're going to go back to the you're going to go back to the music side, the band side of it. Um, Back then, you were in a band called the Headstones. Mm -hmm. And and I still have I still have that ring you sent me. You gave me when I were at that. We worked at that same place before. I still have the place. Yeah, I still have that fucking shithole. I still have. (laughs) (laughs) have E, But it sounded like an F. Oh yeah, fuck. You know what? I, I like the Batman thing. I have I, I have a lot of good friends that are still there, and I respect them and and so forth. But you know, cheers to them, you know, Cheers to them and yeah. fuck big boys. But anyways, um, so you're in the Headstones. So describe the time, you know, and and I want people to know that in the Headstones, they may they may um, know that the lead singer, um, Hugh Dillon that some of you guys might remember who he's from. He was from the TV show called Flashpoint. And he was that bald dude on there that, um, and he was your lead singer of the band, correct? Right, yes. So just tell us a bit more yeah, about well, well, Hugh had hair back then when we went. Uh, oh, did he really? Yeah, I guess he was probably thinning. So he decided to shave it and become Bruce Willis light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to get that one in there. No. Uh, no, but yeah, I guess it was probably better for him and his career because that was a better look. You know what right. I mean? And uh, if you were fending, you would have shave your head, right? That's what he was. Sure. Um, and he, I'm very proud of him because, I mean, he, he beat many, many, many uh, um, monkeys that were on his back. He was able to get that stuff off. That was his constant struggle with the headstones. And uh, like I said, I'm very proud of him to be able to, to pull the shit, his shit out of the fire and actually have a fucking really successful career on, on doing that kind of stuff. And then in turn, it, it, uh, like when I met you, we were on hiatus uh, with Headstones. And that's why I ended up by working there because I needed to do something. You know, I came off the road. That's all I knew for like 20 fucking something or well, probably 15 years with the Headstones, whatever, just touring. And I'm like, sure. fuck, I can get a real job? Well, <laughs> What better job to drive fucking sports cars around? <laughs> uh, and then hang out with a bunch of people that give a shit. So, uh, yeah. you know, that was cool. So, uh, I bring it back to then. Like, we, I had a, a period of time where that was off, and I got to play with uh, Atlanta Miles for, for a bunch of tours. I toured with uh, Derek Miller, who's a fucking amazing singer, guitar player, uh, blues guy, uh, Aboriginal. And uh, we fucking played some amazing, crazy places. I mean, the smallest res is up north. And then on the next day, we'd fly down to Miami and play the fucking Hard Rock Casino. Well, and it was like, you know, it was like, well, how the fuck did that happen, man? I was on an ATV this morning in a canoe. And now, I'm, I, you know, so that's really exciting, that kind of cool shit. And I toured with Edwin, uh, like Teenage Head in between. And just a bunch of different cool people, the Kings. Right. And, uh, you know, switching to glass. Nice. You know, uh, you know I, so I've had some really good opportunities. And then 
the band, uh, you know, he, I got that call one day and he was like, hey man, we'll put the band together. Our, our friend of ours died, unfortunately. And uh, so we wanted to give his uh, son uh, some, put some money in trust for his son to go to school and take care of him. For and sure. It was the, uh, the proper opportunity to get together for the proper reason. And then from that, it stemmed a tour. And then it's like, well, let's write another record. And then let's do something different. Let's do an unplugged thing and uh, write a couple more songs for that. And then reimagine some of the other shit that we did in the past. And then write a We did vinyl. You know, we did some vinyl. And uh, that was kind of cool. Once we did all that, I kind of hit a plateau where I was just about turning 50. And I was like, uh, do I really want to do this exact same thing anymore? You know, uh, like before I turn, I get too into my fifties. I, I was like, I needed a change, so right. I decided uh, to leave the band. You know, and just kind of leave it before it got really ugly. Right? Did you know that? Before <laughs> 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 it, it didn't get ugly. It just could get really ugly. Right. There, there's no. There's no nice and and unnice. There's nice and yes. fuck you. You know, that's how it kind of goes. Yeah, we're dealing with the mob of the headstones, you know. Uh, but again, they're they're all like brothers and uh, to me. But uh, uh, we don't really talk much anymore. Okay, I was going to ask if you guys like keep in touch here and there, but you know, no, unless just, just you have no reason to if you're not working together, and, and and that's and you don't really plan on it for a while. It's kind of funny. It's just like when you do leave a job or a relationship. You know, it's like, well, do I plan on fucking this person again, or do are we gonna have dinner? Or it's like, well, of course, I'm, I'm in touch with my ex-wife and stuff like that too, because we have kids together and we had a good long time together. But uh, if you, there's no other thing besides that you need to talk about, then you know, you need time. You need time away. Time heals all. Differences, oh yeah, you know, and, uh, absolutely. Never say never, because fuck, you can watch this and they can go, deal. you fucking do the tour and this shit's over." <laughs> I don't know. I still got the records on the wall, right? Hey, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. You must have a good collection of records from uh, vinyl from your your history and your, you know, your projects, right? So, um, but uh, I, I just want to just, you know, being a drummer in a band is actually something that I always wanted to do. And it's like, you know, it, it's like everyone everyone knows how to air guitar. And I was the perfect fucking air drummer. Like I would, I couldn't play where shit, but I'll fucking do a goddamn air drummer. I would like do a, a, you know, a Phil Collins, like, you know. Okay. So that's it. So you did the Phil Collins. That That's the only way. <laughs> that has got to be the most air drummed drum fill, uh, uh, the most popular drum fill in sure. the fucking world. It's got to be. Ever. It has to be. Ever. Ever. Thanks, Ever. Phil. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Phil. <laughs> really, very well respected artist. I got to tell you, he's like I, love I wanted him. to start a thing before called Drummyoki, and it was like air drumming, like you know they had those air guitar contests. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a drummy thing where just a fucking drum sets there with some sticks, and people get all the fucking shit done up and just rush <laughs> whatever you know. It's like people can do that. I've seen people that don't even play drums that do it perfectly. I'm like, I can't even do that. Holy shit. That's me, buddy. That is me. <laughs> That's you, right? That is Maybe me. I'm close you. <laughs> Maybe it was me. That party. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Hey, let's have a safety meeting. Oh, fuck. <laughs> health and safety meeting. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what other instruments do you play? Uh, well, I play piano and I play a bit of guitar. 
and uh, I'm a really shitty bass player. Uh, I do, I do, I do. Uh, you know, I play congas and bongos and multi-percussion stuff. You know, that's what I studied at school. Uh, like, right. con- like really, tabales, marimba, xylophone. Okay. Uh, you know vibraphone things like that that you would play in an orchestra i guess but yeah for sure. i mean you know, listen next to a lead thing uh lead singer i think the drummer has the best job ever um you know you're and, and i you know i just watch you know you watch people that are other other drummers and it's like they can people focus on the drummer if they're theatrical and and in their in their moves and their drums and and the way they you know, twirl the sticks and the way they do their stuff. That's all part of the experience of being a drummer, part of the act, part of the the whole ensemble of, of that. And I think that is a very important part. Even though it's a it's an important part of a piece of the band, I think I think more entertainment wise, I think a, a drummer next to a lead singer is probably the best person to watch or focus on when they're watching a live band. Am I right? Uh, well, I think that I actually completely agree with you in the sense because to me i was always fascinated with the drummers because that's how i became a drummer and when i did go to concerts yeah i watched the drummer and very often the singer was right in front of the drummer so you're really right. kind of getting the line of vision so luckily for me when i'm playing with great singers and guitar players and stuff i'm right. in the background all the time and if they get some really good shots i might be doing something and i'm in every shot i see that i yeah. see it it's like you have to fight your, your yeah. fucking head or yeah, yeah. some other people that just want to stand in front of the camera to block your view all the time. I'm just saying people that have that, you know, knowledge right. when they're on TV and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's like, uh, no, it, but there you go. So that, that sort of line of vision goes together head in hand when you're doing something live, which we're all freaking dying to get out and do again. Watch oh, yeah. and play. So. I, I think I think you got one of the best jobs ever in a band. And I think that... I agree. You do, man. And it's like that is this that is like a focal point when I'm watching a band, live band. I, I listen to the singer because I love listening to lyrics. I love listening to the story that they provide us. And uh and I watch the drummer and the beats because, you know, being me being a DJ, I love just, you know, it, being mesmerized by the beats and, and and how you can use your entire body to create a fucking massive beat in a in in a song. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, in an essence, that you and I both have that same uh, role, you know, sure. in a, in a live setting because you you set the mood, man. Like you're the guy that kind of goes, I know what tempo that is and with that, and you can read the room and you do your shit, and it's like fuck. You can just get somebody, you know, a dead crowd, to get up and dancing in and, and no time. You know what? And you can see when they're starting to burn out. Boom! We put something else on it. You control the room. So right. what? What for me when I'm playing it physically, it's just like. Uh, there is a set list that you're generally working with and stuff like right. that too. Uh, when you, but uh, you're setting the pulse, right? And, and you're you're the pulse of the evening, and and you have fucking ten thousand songs in front of you that you can do it with too, which is amazing. And mm-hmm. if you're good at it, which you are, I know, I've heard you. It's like uh, you know how to just keep that party fucking going, and when to tame it down, and when to freaking bring it home, and when to you know have their crescendo. So sure, man, I uh, appreciate it. You man, and so that's why I think DJs and drummers are are pretty much uh, in cahoots. I think so too, and you nailed it yeah. back, you nailed it right on because I mean you can you can also change up your style of your beats and and get people going and get shit and and 
uh, bring the attention to you and get the crowd going, right? You want to you want to engage the crowd is what you want. That's why people come to the dance floor because you're setting the mood, you're setting the tone, you're setting the, you know, so you, I'm sure you have in your time where you've like, okay, you know, people are enjoying themselves, but I'm going to fucking change up a little bit. I bet you've done that before, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you're, you're doing something, you're like, holy fuck, this is not working. Okay, hang on a second. I ate something earlier and just go right into some other fucking groove. And it's like, uh, I'm like, this is what we're doing. Okay. And then all of a sudden the dance goes back. Right. Right. You know? Or you fuck it up and everybody leaps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on the venue. You know, I guess it depends on a lot. Hey, but we've been there. We've been there. Done it, man. I, I you know, I know. So, yeah. you know, um, so listen, this new band you have, and it's like a perfect, perfect name for this pandemic we got going here tell us about your new band uh well it's not a well, band. Name, I, i've had to put the name band in there because uh the foresight for me was like uh literally what we were talking about a little bit earlier it's like uh when this pandemic hit mm-hmm. we're in fucking lockdown and it's like okay you can have five people outside and right me and my buddies in the hood were like well we can't go anywhere so right. everybody bring a hockey stick, like I said. I'd have I have my chimney in the backyard, get yeah. a little fire going. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Bring some beer, you know, and we'd all sit around and it was a six foot social. So I'd always just text people and kind of go, I'm having a six foot social tonight. See you after seven or whatever. Right, 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 and, right. And we were sitting there, I was like, fuck, that was a good that'd be a good name for a band right now. And uh and then it wasn't it wasn't taken. So I just went and got the domain names and stuff. And I said, okay, well, at least I got that. You're, you're, you're like, oh, fuck, I get that. That's mine. That's mine. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, so now that I got that, what do I do? Right. So I, I, I you know, because we're all we're sitting there going to go, what the fuck are we going to do? We're all stuck in our houses. So I'm dragging out old hard drives and, and trying to get them revitalized. And I realized that I wrote about 50-something songs over the years. Okay. And, uh, and I was like, some of them are real shit, and some of them are better than others. Okay. And uh, a lot of it, I was playing guitar and stuff. And I was like, uh, I'm like yeah, well, let's, I like this one, this one. So I just started categorizing. It's like, you know, here's the first set, 10. Here's 10, and here's 10. That's right. what I'll work on first. And, and uh, then I started asking buddies that had the capability to be able to record at home and stuff. And uh, I said, you're a real guitar player. Here's the, here's the chord structure. Here's this, that. And I just started uh, redoing uh, doing drums. I got my studio set up in the basement. Nice. I have Pro Tools. I've got a Fostex uh, Scarlet uh, interface, and I'm yep. getting pretty decent sounds out of it. And cool. I said, like, "Okay, here's the bass track. Here, here's the bed track. Here's the drums. Here's the other structure that you can work with that's on top of it." And then I just got everybody to start doing their own thing on it. And uh, and then we released a single. It's like I, my my hopes was to have an album done by now, but uh, right. we've got a few singles. So the new one is just kind of soft selling today, like what we are doing here. So you can play a snippet at some point if you, if you care to, I would, I would uh, love to love to talk about just what's the name of the song you got going. Well, the new one is called hurried up. Hurried up. And Maurice Raymond singing it from the blushing brides. Uh, okay. he, he agreed to, to give it a crack. I, I wrote the song. I tried to sing it. I hated my voice, which we all, uh, I don't know. People that don't generally sing. Everybody goes, I fucking hate my voice. And I go, you know what? I fucking hate my voice too. You know? And then it's like, I got, I got my wife to sing it. She's like, okay, that's good. And then I got my other buddy to sing it. And I was like, yeah, that's okay. I got my other buddy to sing it. And I was like, that's all right. And yeah. then, uh, then uh, Des, who's the guitar player in this project, uh, said, why don't we get Maurice to do it? And I had sat in for 
uh, a gig or two with the with the Blushing Brides, and I loved his voice and I loved his attitude. He's a great guy, fucking amazing. Uh, so I went, and he came down, and he fucking nailed it. He just, you know, I he had had the song for a couple of weeks. So I just sent him what I sang and uh, uh, the lyrics, and then he completely turned them into his shit, which Kevin Reed did on the first single, uh, Sunny Days. Yeah, and he made it. Uh, he put his own little harmonies and twists on it and stuff too. And I was like. You know, that, that's the beauty of it. Like, you can write an idea, and then when other people come in and start adding their flavor to it, it does take on a different tone, mm-hmm. and it has a different flavor, which makes you want to listen to it again. So, anyway, right. it's it, the Six Foot Social really branded itself in that sense of where uh, it is a social. There's there's going to be different people involved in all of it, and uh, and it's not necessarily a band, but it's a, it's a project, not like the Ellen Parsons project, but, sure. you know. No, I hear you. No, it, anyway, I'm just really happy that I have a, 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 you know, a, you know, my phone is filled up with fucking amazing musicians that I can call up and go, dude, are you into this? And they're like, yeah, sure, Dale, let's go. That's so, amazing. You know, and it, there's no fucking timeline. There's no record companies anymore. There's nothing. And no. I'm the record company. I'm the producer. I'm the fucking engineer and I'm the writer. So, uh, and when it, everybody else involves himself in it, uh, it makes good sense. And uh, everybody's happy. It's as long as it's a song that you can listen to over and over again and kind of go, I like that. You know, right. that's all, all we're, we're trying to head for. You know, so. Listen, I've got I've got the track queued up. I want everyone to hear, a, 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 you know. Sorry, a, it's kind of itchy, you know. <laughs> as long as you don't like shove your fucking finger up your nose, but you know. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play um, uh, seconds of the of the new track called "Hurried Up" and uh, Six Foot Social." So I want you guys to have listened to it. Thanks, brother. Love it, buddy. I love it. I love it. I love anyway, it. Anyway, there you go. It's a part of it. Uh, it's part of it. I, I just, I, I think, I don't want to give away all of it. I, I'm going to put it up. That's on cool. My- it's going to be available on Spotify and all uh, media streams. Uh, if you, by if the- you're okay, if I can add it to my uh, end of the podcast, I'll put the full version out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, you know cool. What? So I'll, I'll, I'll do that um, so people can have a listen to it. And um, how long does it take to fucking grow that hair, man? How long have you had you know that? Well, I haven't got a haircut in like. Yeah, thirteen months. You know, I, always, I always have longish hair. You've always had longish. I'm like, hair. holy shit! I'm a hippie now. <laughs> you know, now we're getting older. I'm like, is it getting? Am I getting great? Yeah, it's all happening. It's fine. Uh, but I'm just so happy to be able to get to this age. <laughs> well, hey, listen, buddy. Cheers to cheers, cheers to that. I, I think cheers. it's great. What do you drink it? What do you drink it tonight? What do you drink it tonight? Uh, I just got the Elcher oh. going on tonight because okay. it's Monday night. It's Monday I night. Beer with you. I am. I'm drinking. I'm drinking the old JD. So I'm going to have that. I'm having that tonight. 
I it doesn't even look like it's open yet, Dave. No, no, it is. It is open. I just finished off the old bottle. I wanted to put in the. I oh, the okay. I'm going to be drinking more during my my music set, and uh, and we'll <laughs> be fucking smashed by the end of my session. But it's okay. It's all good though. Um, and you got an uh, easy day tomorrow, do you? What's that? You got an easy day tomorrow? Oh no, my you days. Are easy, dude. My days aren't easy, man. Well, you see, and that's the other thing that we should hit on too. Like, what are musicians doing now? Well, yeah, I'm eating online. Oh, okay. Well, I'm delivering papers. I'm a fucking Uber Eats driver. Uh, right. I'm an Uber guy. It's like, uh, it just sucks. I mean, I've been painting houses and stuff, which is amazing. And I'm grateful for the work. It's uh, keeping you busy. It it's come, keeping you know, and right. the government subsidizes some of this yeah. platform for us. But it will run out. And so we have to establish right. something else that happened uh, so we can all do something, right? Like, pay yeah. our bills. I got a mortgage. I got shit. You know, like, just like everyone else. We all have we all have expenses. We all have things to pay for. We have, you know, some of us have family. We are fortunate to have to, we are fortunate to have family, healthy kids, healthy family. You know, we we live for our kids. We live for our passion. And and music is your passion. Music is my passion. Like I don't I don't plan on being in the car business all the time, but to go back to the business side of it, that's what pays my fucking bills, right? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and, and and I and I commend you on on trying to you know um, work it out or figure it out on because of the way that the music industry is falling flat in their face. You're you know you're you're hustling. You're you know you've got your you got your hustle mode on. You're like I got to fucking do this because. You know, come time though, Dale, is that when this is all over, you're going to see bars, and I talk about it all the time. The music industry is going to be because of the because of the small businesses have have died, especially small venues. Okay, mm-hmm. you've got and and you've got places that you want to book. They're going to be booked fucking solid for years to come. Okay, these venues. So you so you sort of have to plan yourself and say to yourself, okay, you know what, guys. Six foot social. We need to plan ourselves. What bars or what what venues? I should say bars. What venues do you want to hit? Right. And reach out now because you know that when it time comes time that they're allowed to have people in, it's going to be jammed or book solid. You know, you got to be the first guy there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I guess what the alternative too is that we I've had this discussion with some of my musician friends too. Uh, it, it's like. Uh, well, who's going to fucking float? Is it going to be the weekend warrior now that's going to be in all the bars because they're they're not going to want to pay? Uh, the bars can't pay that much because they're trying to catch up with all the revenue they lost. Or is it going to be the A teams going out and playing for that much money? Mm-hmm. Or will they actually now? It's, it's just probably always be a cover charge, right? I'm thinking that 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 that's how it's going to go down now, right now, because people can't can't just go see a fucking bar a really good bar band anymore and walk in on a tuesday night and you don't have to pay anything but just buy a drink or two it's no, gonna be five or ten bucks to get in because there's a live band tonight and you're gonna go fuck yeah let's pay it hopefully right you know? i think oh, so a great D- dj dave's here right now <laughs> well yeah paying 20 bucks <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> no, but but you know what I mean. So, I get it. So I think Point. some of the shit is going to go away, and some of the really good stuff is going to have to be the ones because they're going to go through that fucking battle again, where they're going to yeah. go, "Oh, we booked these guys. Everybody thinks they suck. Fuck them. They're on the back of the list now. These guys are here because they're going to do it for the same." So uh, I don't know. It's really hard to predict, eh? It's it's hard to predict, but it's it's but you have to sort of plan yourself and say okay because it's gonna it's gonna happen where 
it's like, you know, you need to create um, almost like a new business plan and say, okay, you know what, maybe we'll do an outdoor venue. Maybe we'll do this venue, this venue, this venue, and then you have to reach out. And so there's going to be some planning involved. And I know you guys are probably already on it. And um, and w- with with the, the DJ side of the, or the music industry side is that that, that is going to be the, the, the places, the venues that are still hanging on right now are the ones that are going to be jam-packed and and rocking the 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 dollar signs when this shit happens because people will pay anything to go out and dance to go out and watch a live band okay they will yeah you're right and, and you know what the other thing is is the other side of the coin is what's happening here too is like we're all been crippled for incomes to some degree people have been right I mean, some people haven't really stuttered at all which is great right. But they've also had to put on a freaking mask every day, go to work, and fucking deal with all this shit, and maybe right. get right out of it or whatever. Uh, but I've saved so much money not going out. Like <laughs> I, 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 I swear, it. it's I like do. it's like oh man, I went through my taxes. Like how much fucking money did I spend at the pub last year just going for a couple of beers? Like buy, <laughs> well, by the next round, I'm like fucking yeah, shit. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, you drop a hundred bucks here and there and stuff like that too, and I'm like. It just doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. It does. I buy a case, buy a case last week. You know, it's like right. whatever. It's like it's good yeah. enough, or a bottle. Yeah, or a bottle. Amen. Absolutely, so man. Absolutely. Get home, you know, and and get Uber Eats when you can, or go to that local restaurant. It's, uh, but you're you're right. It bringing back to the music story. I went deviated there, but uh, no, no, don't worry about it. It's okay. Man. Yeah, it's like uh, you're right. People are gonna really be uh, hankering to get out, and uh, yeah. It's just about how fast people are going to get comfortable with people being beside them. For you know, sure. I'm out on the sidewalk, and if somebody doesn't have a mask on, they're fucking walking onto the, onto the road. You know, right. like, you see this more often than not now. It's like, mm-hmm. there's a family out there like that. Okay, well, let's just go up on the road over to this side because there's somebody walking down. And it's right. like, that used to happen when you walked at night by yourself and there was a bunch of thugs or, or you know, a woman was there. Now it's just a wrong place, you know? Like, there's a person and a dog. Let's cross the streets. Right. I know. You know. Part, the psychology has to get over, and that's going to take oh. a while. I think that 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 is going to resonate for a bit. You know. I totally agree, man. I totally agree that the the fear that that um, and I'm going to say it, the fear that the media puts in people's minds is is just that you know they, you know they want you they're telling you what they what they're told to say and what they want you to think and and uh like i i rarely watch the news because it's just purely entertainment now and it's all bullshit to me anyways but um but i get it it's like everything has changed and we talked about it, the masks, you know, and, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy who follows rules, so I'm okay. I will do this, but you know, um, I, it, it will, I think things are going to go back to where they used to be, but I think the masks are going to be the new fashion normal or part of our entire part of our everyday life. I think that's going to happen. That's going to stay. I agree. I agree too. And it's already happened in the Asian, uh, countries and stuff too. I right. mean, uh, they wear masks constantly. I, I'm not trying to be specific with that, but I mean, that's what I noticed more, you know? Right. So, but uh, I guess, uh, yeah, they were even saying Mexico City's uh, pollution levels were up six, 60 times of what they usually are right, right now. And, and why is that? 
Like I don't Why know. I know it's like Mexico City is a big bowl on top. It's a volcanic bowl on top of it, and all the shit just stays there. But uh, you know, it's like uh, so people will be wearing masks there. I mean, right? The place right. smells like jet fuel. So shit and jet fuel. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Hey, listen, you, you know, uh, did you take the vaccine yet or what? No, no, I have not. Uh, a couple of my buddies have got that. Uh, they're older than I am, so. Yep. But, uh, you know, I'm not a frontline worker. I, I, I'm in my early 50s, so it's, uh, you know. It's, You're healthy? I'm healthy. If I had this shit, I got it, like, as we have the normal conversations. If I had this, I had it in March last year. You know, we all got feeling yucky for a bit, uh, the household, and uh, had a bit of a headache. And it's like, but since then, I've been tested twice. My son's been tested three times. Uh, my wife's been tested twice. We've yeah. been all good. So, good. Good. You know what I mean? So I, I'm just, I'm grateful uh, that it's, uh, you know, we didn't get this crazy virus and uh, we'll get through it. We'll get through it, man. I mean, it, it's, we'll get through it. We're, we are going to get through. We're, we're strong. We're strong Canadians. We are, our, our country is so beautiful, but it's run by a fucking goddamn buffoon. And, and it's like, we, you know, and I, and I get so like, I get so irate because of the fact that I'm not going to say it, but like I will say it, you know, the government works for the people. The government works for us. Okay. They work for us. Why does it feel that we are working for them? That should stop. We need the people to say, dude, Trudeau, you dumbass douchebag, you need to fucking, you work for us. We tell you what the fuck's going to happen. Okay. You can't make decisions like that and think, oh, this. This parliament guys, they need a raise because they've worked their they worked their ass off trying to control this, control that. Like it, it can go in a different thousand directions, okay? And I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna go there, but to go back to the vaccine part, I am not um my body, I knock on wood, I feel healthy. My body fights off um my body will fight off a lot of the viruses that are out there. I'm aware of things. I will not absolutely not take the vaccine unless they force it, which is fucking bullshit, but I won't take it, okay? I'm not taking it. I'm well, you have the same attitude as a lot of people, and I think that's even more prominent in Canada than right. in other countries. You know, we're not, we don't really have more of a free, free thought, I guess, so. Sure. Um, I always feel like I'm just going to have to get it anyway in order to travel the way I want to. Right. So if I want to be able to get back on a plane and fly to Florida and Colorado and stuff, do gigs and shit like that. It's going to be the vaccine passport and you're going to have to have exit this or that. So uh, I've already succumbed to the fact that I will probably have to get it, whether it's going to be the uh, this vaccine, that vaccine, Moderna, whatever, uh, Pfizer. It's like, you know, I want to see what the, the uh, what's going to happen to other people that have already taken this already. I mean, some people have spontaneously combusted and <laughs> It really sucks, you know, but all right, well, that one's not good. Uh, let's try another one. Let's try the Pfizer. And then there's so many things that you can read online and and what you do believe and what you don't believe. Right. And uh, it's like, it's it's so muddled up that it's really hard to differentiate the absolute truth. And it would be really fucking nice if somebody was just saying, this is it. You know what I mean? 
and somebody was able to clear away all the fucking uh, the cobwebs and just give you the fucking absolute. But we're never going to get that. So, no, we're never uh, going to. So never. it's uh, it's up to the individual, like you say, Dave. Power to you, man. Don't get it if you don't need it. You know what I mean? What the fuck? I think we've built up uh, our antibodies enough right now, too. So we don't possibly get narcolepsy or fucking develop a stutter or a fucking cured arm or something, you know, whatever's going to happen with a crazy vaccine, you know? I, it's it's crazy, man. I mean, listen, you know what? I don't really care. I'm, I, I do care, but I wish health upon everybody. Um, you know, the mental health aspect of things that we see out here and the mental health, the domestic violence, the crime rates, um, you know, not necessarily crime rates of like, you know, it's not, it's not crazy, but I mean, domestic disputes, you know, you've got, you've got uh, issues with, with mental health. And that's a big, that's a big, that hits here because I am a huge mental health advocate. I have a good friend of mine, Joey Drex, who's, who is um, UI, we matter. He's a very, he's big on mental health. And this is, this is taking a toll on, thousands of people out there man it's taking its whole you know yeah and it's it's tough you know it's like and i and i know that music for me and i know maybe for you too as well is that music that that's my escape when i want to get away from my outside shit that's fucking happening out there I will come down to the studio where I'm right now and I'll just start recording sets or I'll start mixing up some sets music Get that's what I'm trying to say is music soothes me, calms me down. That's what I like about it, and I'm sure music does that for you as well. You know, oh, uh, Kevin Sting, the drum drumming did the music. You know, right? Uh, like you must, you, my, you must, you must, you must. Yeah, you must get in the drums, and you're like, you know, I don't know if I can do this beat. You know, like you can create so much. You can create so much with. Um, with with drums and 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 the beats and and I love that. I mean, I think it's like like I don't know, man. Like to me, right now, all I want to think about right now is that I I want to make sure that that friends and family, um, and we're all you know we're all healthy, we're all safe, we're all back to where it used to be. Because listen, man, I know you miss the beach. I know you miss the fucking beach, right? I know. We missed our, our Turks and Caicos uh, and our friends Paula and Rob always uh, are so generous. Kojo and Susie with us in Bermuda. Like, I mean, literally, we, we have friends that are fucking amazing that open up their, right. their places. And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm missing all that, as I'm sure they are, because they don't sure. have that going on anymore either. So, but, yeah. you know, like I say, we'll get back there. We, I mean, we still travel to Costa Rica and do other things, but try to get back. <laughs> okay, I can turn around San Jose. Okay, if they wouldn't let me on a plane in Panama, now I gotta go back here. I'm like, well, you might enjoy living there for six months until right. somebody get blows over. So yeah. you know, there's worse places to be, I think. I think there is. You're absolutely right. And I'm and I think, you know, we're in a we're in a real good country that we can, you know, I I'm sure there's tons of other countries that you don't want to be in right now, but Canada's great and um and I and I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to to raise my family and, and run businesses in here and and support the music industry and 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 like I said, this the podcast having you on my show, which I really appreciate. This, oh, you know, man. we're all you know, we're brothers, man. For different matters. we're brothers, buddy. I'm telling you, and it's just a free it's a free speech, open mic podcasts are awesome to express yourself to the world and say you know what i don't give a shit 
This is what I think about it. I'm not following a, I'm not following a guideline from the stupid government or whatever it's going to be, right? This is what it's like. I'm going to tell you what it's like, and you can tell me what you feel about it, how you feel, and the people on our fans and our chat rooms, they can tell the same thing. You know, it's like, and we're we're totally live tonight. We're totally live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm and in my my dining room, and you are in right? California. I'm in your I'm in your backyard for Christ's sake, dude. I fucking went to your house. Yeah. I fucking raided your house, man. Okay, yeah, no, you're right here. Where's <laughs> <laughs> well, the green screen <laughs> shit? <laughs> well, it's like. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You know, it's yeah. all back in the tube. Oh. <laughs> it took Hold a on. bit of thinking about. Hold on. Hey, <laughs> I didn't even know what the fuck. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's all crazy. But imagine if you're stone doing that shit. Holy. Oh crap. man, I am. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so I, I love started eating the smoke before we started this shit. You know. I love it, man. I love it. Dale, listen, buddy, brother, I really appreciate you coming to my show tonight. Um, you know, we've been, I'm trying to get you, I've been trying to get you on it for a long time. And, um, and I always, you know, I respected you as an artist, respect you as a friend, as a brother, as a person, you've been awesome. Uh, Thanks, we, you know, we've always, we've always got along great. We've, you know, it, it, it's not, a, it's just about, you know, we're, we're humans, we're, we're supposed to, we're bred to love or we're bred to, to be, um, I don't know how to say it, but we just, we're, we're on this earth to be free speech, but you know what, honestly, you and I have, we've connected in many ways and, and, uh, and we're going to still connect and we're going to definitely go see fucking stir fry. Yeah, Derek stir fry. He didn't even chime in with anything. No, you know what? I'm just kidding. What, a what an asshole, you know. <laughs> well, like I said, we're doing the RV with the we'll mix the families together. There we go, buddy. Everybody we'll do can have a good time. And like I said, uh, even though we haven't seen each other in person for a long time, it's just uh, it's always good to know. Like we always stay in touch. So uh it's always just like I just last time I talked to you. you know? Right. You know, absolutely, man. And then like I said, I again I wish you like I I wish you nothing but the best in in your future, in your family, your business, the music, and we will get together soon, and we'll make this happen. You know whether you come by my place in the studio, we'll do we'll we'll have a live podcast. We'll talk about shit. We'll talk about what, what's going on with you. It's all gonna happen, man. It's all it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. It's no, gonna happen it's now. But we've done this. Now we're moving right? forward. So, yeah. buddy, brother. I appreciate it very much for coming on my show tonight. And uh, thanks for having me, Dave. Really appreciate it. All the best and wish you success in your in your future here, buddy. Thank you, man. All right, buddy. Keep plugging away. Keep plugging away. All you out there, listen to Dave. Keep listening. Was it four twenty one or four twenty two? This is four. This is House Uncorked podcast number four twelve. It's four twelve. Four hundred twelve episodes. We're gonna come back to four twenty, and we're gonna be cranking them. Fucking right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's it's right. happening. It's happening, buddy. Listen, I appreciate very much, guys. Okay, thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, buddy. Okay. Take Thanks. care, man. Be well. Hey, ciao. Bye.
to places as you've never been. I felt a rush of so many emotions that came to me like waves from an ocean and when she touched me, I gave in.